stand before your people. Father God, I pray that none of me but all of you, oh God, will be glorified in this pulpit on today. Father, have your way on today. Give us ears to hear beyond what we can hear. Give us eyes to see beyond what we can see. Give us hearts to receive your words. Help us to hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against you. And Father God, as we hear your word, oh God, we thank you that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But Father, you told us not to just be hearers of your word only, but you told us to be doers of your word. And Father God, as we hear your word, Father God, we set our hearts to be doers in Jesus' name. And Father God, this is the word that we do that causes our lives to be blessed. And we give you glory, we give you praise, and we give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. The word of God, you guys have to bear with me. I'm a little older. I don't know if you guys can tell. <laughs> Just a little bit, amen? Just a little bit. Glory to God. We're going to turn to the scripture on this morning. I would like to, for us to turn to Mark, the 12th chapter. And we're going to get our scripture text from there. And we're going to read from the 28th verse. And I want to go all the way down to the 34th verse. So just bear with me. Amen. Glory to God. Verse 28 says, Then one of the scribes came up and listened to them disputing with one another, and noticing that Jesus answered them fitly and admirably, he asked him, Which commandment is first and most important of all in his nature? Jesus answered the first and principal one, of all commands is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And you know, he's quoting from the Old Testament. Yes, he is. And just to set the scene here, you guys, so what happened was, you know, Jesus was, um, you know, this is right after he uh, spoke to the fig tree and the fig tree withered up and so the scribes and the Pharisees and all of the people were trying to get him caught up in these questions that hoping that he would not be able to answer. Amen? But how many know that we serve a God who is wiser than wise? <laughs> and in one of the instances they began to ask him, uh, they began to ask him about John. Well, I'm sorry, they asked him a question about Mary or I don't know what it was. Anyway, they, they asked him a question. And Jesus said to them, he said, well, I tell you what, you're going to ask me a question, let me ask you a question. And when he asked them the question about John, they couldn't answer it. They said, we don't have an answer. So Jesus said, well, since you don't have an answer for me, I don't have an answer for you. And what they were questioning, they were questioning his authority. And so they were asking Jesus, Jesus, who gave, who gave you this authority to do the things that you do? And Jesus said, well, if you want to ask me that, let me ask you this. And so that's where that question uh, came into the scenario. So then, the, then someone else came, and we'll see here, they asked him about um, this man. He got married to this woman, you know, and he died. And there, was, there were seven brothers, and they, they all married her, and they all died, and she didn't have any children. And, so who in the resurrection is, is, is she going to be? Whose wife is she going to be? And Jesus said, you don't even know the scripture, basically, is what he was trying to tell them. He said, because there is no marrying in, you know, in heaven. And so they just kept one after the other, one after the other, asking all of these questions. And that's what brings us to this particular passage of scripture. And if we keep reading, verse 30 says, and this is what this was the answer that Jesus gave to the scribe who asked the question, which commandment is first and most important of all in nature? And I am reading from the Amplified Version of the Bible. Verse 30 says that Jesus' response was, And you shall love the Lord your God out of and with, and I added, all your hearts, and out of and with all your soul, your life.
and out of and with all your mind, with your faculty of thought and your moral understanding, and out of and with all your strength. Now, he said, this is the first and principal commandment. Yes. Verse 31 says, the second is like, is like it, and is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And there is no other commandment greater than these. Verse 32 says, And the scribe said to him, Excellently and fitly and admirably answered, Teacher, you have said truly that he is one, and there is no other but him. Now how many of you know that Jesus didn't need his affirmation? <laughs> he really did not need his affirmation. But verse 33 says, and to love him out, now this is still the scribe talking, and to love him out of and with all the heart and with all the understanding, with the faculty of quick apprehension and intelligence and keenness of discernment, and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more all the whole burnt offering and sacrifices. So in other words, what he's saying is what you just said, all of that is greater than all the sacrifices that could have been made. Amen? Yeah. But check this out. You know, Jesus, he's just so cool. You know, he just has a way of telling you off. If you don't even know, he just told you off. Come on, glory to God. Verse 34 says, And when Jesus saw that he answered intelligently, discreetly, and having his wits about him, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And we're going to come back to that because I thought that was kind of deep. Amen? And after that, no one ventured or dared to ask him any further questions. In other words, questions over. That's it. No more questions. Amen? Glory to God. So I just want to back up just for a second before we dive into the scripture. And I want to just say, you know, I want to talk about, you know, this month of October. This is the time that the church has set aside to show pastors across the United States how much they are appreciated. Amen? And I love the video clip um, that was played. I remember us playing that one year on one of the anniversaries that we did about thank you for giving to the Lord. Amen? Amen. Pastor Nunn and First Lady, Sister Kim, we do appreciate you. And we thank you for giving up your time, your life, your resources. Amen? Glory to God. We appreciate you. And as I was looking up, you know, about pastor's appreciation, uh, I found an article that was written that talked about the history and where it came from. And actually, they haven't celebrated it very long. I believe in 1992, uh, a bunch of pastors and leaders got together and said, hey, this, we should set aside, uh, you know, the sec I think it's the second week in October every year, and that will be a uh, pastor's appreciation day. But, you know, we're going to take the whole month, and we'll just make it clergy appreciation month. Amen? And so <clears throat> when I was looking at that, <clears throat> Well, now, so during Pastor's Appreciation Day and Month, you know, many feel that it's sufficient to honor their pastor with words, good deeds, and I'm sure you've gotten a lot of good words, amen, gifts, plaques, money, amen, um, and, and etc. And, you know, and in and of itself, you know, there's nothing wrong with any of this in fact, it's a good thing. Amen? So keep doing that. Amen? That's real good. Glory to God. <clears throat> and you know, when I began to think about um, Pastor Nunn, you know, I had on here that you had been in ministry for 47 years. Because I used to always hear you say you started when you were 18. And so, 19. See, I had you a little older. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh. Church 
specifically Bethel. Amen. He's loved on. If he's loved on, you raise your hand. Come on, glory to God. He has prayed for. Glory to God. He has um, counseled married couples. All right now, glory to God. He has uh, counseled people in general. Amen. He has cleaned the church, I'm sure. Yes. Um, he's made hospital visits. Yes. Glory to God. Loan money. And in some instances, he's even given it away, my God, to help those in need. And on today, we even saw he was working the technology. <laughs> so whatever needed to be done, amen? But most importantly, he has taught God's people the word, amen? And I believe from what I've seen of Pastor Nunn and what I know of Pastor Nunn, is that he has lived a life of integrity yeah. and faithfulness. Yeah. Amen? Glory to God. I don't ever, I can't remember all the years that we were here at Bethel, Pastor never not being here. I don't, I don't even remember him taking a vacation. That's really probably bad. But I'm, I'm sure he did. This year. <laughs> okay. Praise God. And we don't want to leave First Lady out. <laughs> Glory to God. So, Pastor and First Lady have been married 43 years. Is that right? Yeah. They say, do the math, honey. Do the math. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But she has been serving with Pastor Nunn right by his side. And needless to say, First Lady has had to give up a lot. So, yes, they do deserve honor. Yes, they should be taking our worldly gains and material goods. Yes. And if I can have permission to say, not just our leftovers. Amen? And not just the things that we don't want. Now, y'all should have said a big amen right there. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. So, you know, I hear, I hear you. I hear, I hear you. Yes, I hear you. No, I'm not trying to make this sermon about Pastor Nunn and First Lady Kimberly Nunn. Amen? Amen? But, somebody say but. But. Since October is deemed Pastor's Appreciation Month, I will take my liberty. Amen? And so you guys just pray for me, all right? <laughs> Praise God. So when I began to ponder how we set aside a day or a month to honor those who watch over our souls, I began to ask myself, what is the greatest gift I could give my pastor all year long? Anybody ever had that thought? Anybody ever thought, you know, what is it that I could do that would be a blessing to them all year long? Not just in the month of October. But all year long. Amen? And for as long as they're watching over my soul. And what gift would have the most impact on the man and woman of God? Amen? So the answer might not be what you think. The answer is not pray for them. And you should. Do you hear me? Alright. The answer is not come to church every Sunday. And you should. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. All right. The answer is not paying your tithes or giving in the offering. And you should. And you should. <laughs> Glory to God. Praise God. The answer is not serving in the church. And you should. Yes, 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 yes. Glory to God. The answer is not leading praise and worship during Sunday service. But you should. You know what? And when we are dealing with technology, we all become praise and worship leaders. Amen? So don't think just because you're not holding the microphone that you're not a praise and worship leader because you are. Amen? Glory to God. So the answer to the question, I believe it's found in Mark, the 12th chapter, and the 30th verse. And I'm going to read it again. And it says, and you shall love the Lord your God out of 
and with all your heart, and out of and with all your soul, your life, and out of and with all your mind, with your faculty of thought and your moral understanding, and out of and with all your strength. Glory to God. Glory to God. And from the text on today, I would like to take a subject. God wants it all. Nobody else asked him any questions though. After that, amen. So he shut it down. Glory to 
because it's, it's in your head. And because you have been taught, not because it's in your heart. Glory to God. Right. What Jesus was inferring is that once it gets in your heart, then you'll be in the kingdom. Right. Come on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And this is the same man who said, what is the greatest? What is the greatest commandment? And then he had the nerve to turn around and say, you sure said that right? Then, But then Jesus turns around and says, you're not far from the kingdom. So he's trying to tell them something. You can, you can say it. You can, what, what, what do we call it when we have our kids? Recite it. Come on, that's it. Recite it. You can recite it. You can write the law backwards and forward. And I'm sure he could do the he could do the law with his eyes closed. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But Jesus is saying, but you are not far from the kingdom. Right. Right. And what I begin to think about, so many of us are coming to church, uh -huh. living our Christian walk right. with mental assent. Right. And we can recite it.
And then we walk out the door and we are defeated. Defeated. And how many know God don't want us? God wants us in the kingdom. Come on, pull on your neighbor and say, come on, go, come, let's go to the kingdom. Let's make sure we're in the kingdom. Glory to God. We got to get in the kingdom. How are we going to get in the kingdom? Well, you know, and I just think it's so awesome that Jesus said that to that man. Because he was talking about love. Love is going to get you in the kingdom. And you know what? And he told us that we had to love God. He told us how we have to love God. But he didn't leave it right there. He said, not only do you need to love God, but you need to love your neighbor as yourself. Somebody needs to get some self-love on today. And that way we won't be hating on all of our brothers and sisters. Amen? All right. I'm going to be quiet. Glory to God. So in other words, you have book knowledge. You know this is true because it's in your head and because you have been taught, not because it's in your heart. Somebody say it's a heart issue. And how many know that God is trying to get in our hearts? God wants to live in our hearts. God wants us to hide his word in our hearts. The scriptures say so that we might not sin against him. Amen? Glory to God. And that's why we have to guard our hearts. Isn't that what the scripture tells us? Guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it flows the issues of life. Amen? And for some of us, we come to church on Sunday. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Walk around, give our offerings, hug our brother and sister. Then we go out and we don't do nothing that we learned. And maybe this is not for anybody. I can just be preaching to myself. But at some point, the word is going to have to come alive in our lives. If we believe what we say we believe, we are going to have to do the word. Praise God. So no more mental assent. Praise God. Have you ever had someone in your life who just acted like they love you? I saw something on Facebook one time. And it said something about, it wasn't that they loved me, it was just that they needed me at the time. And isn't that how we treat God? When we, when we, when we get in a corner, we get backed up in a corner, and we don't know what to do. Like, we do, we do everything we know to do. We didn't call mama. We didn't call daddy. We didn't, we didn't talk to our best friend. We didn't cry. Tall, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
And you know, we here for a while. But then all of a sudden, and I like the fact that he got black, just black hair. Ooh, Jesus. Are you with me? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, what happened to the hair? It ain't black no more. Now, if I love him for his hair, what happens to the love? Now, what would happen if he didn't have no hair? <laughs> Come on, are you following me? So God, in all of his wisdom, he never told us why. Because we as humans, we would um, say, well, since you know, the Father said, I love you because you can sing real good. I love you because of the way you praise me or whatever. If God would have given us that, if we weren't able to praise him anymore, does that mean his love disappears? No. Are you with me? Alright, so love is a man of the heart and not just mental assent. You say with your mouth, Lord, Lord, but your heart is far from me. We're going to go to Isaiah 29, 13. Isaiah 29, 13. Hallelujah. And the Lord said, I believe I'm still reading out of the Amplified. I had to copy it because my pages, I didn't, wasn't sure what the lights were going to be like. And the Lord said, For as much as this people draw near with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but remove their hearts and minds far from me, and their fear and reverence for me, are a commandment of men that is learned by repetition. Come on. In other words, there are a lot of people who are saying, yes, Lord, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, God is so good. And you know how the world is. The world jumped, jumped on the, the uh, a religious train and everything is given honor to God. Come on. But where's your heart? Where's your mind? Well, I can't twerk. <laughs> but that, that's where we are. Amen. We're still doing the same thing, and we don't need any of the things that we're telling God. Well, we're using God like an emergency kit yes. in the trunk of our car. And the only time we look at it is when we need it. Amen. Glory to God. All right. So some things that we have to be careful of. We have to be careful of external religion. Fear of God and memorizing creeds and doctrines and letting it only be mental assent. Amen? <clears throat> Giving honor or higher honor is given to the traditions of men instead of the word of God. How many know there are a lot of churches where they just have what they do. That's what we do. We go to church, we sing a couple songs, we say hi to our neighbor, we watch, we hoop, we watch the pastor hoop, and then we go out and we live however we want to live. Oh, yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. I did my duty. I went, I, I, I gave the man upstairs some time. Look at your name. Was that neighbor? Yeah. He wanted all.
now, if you guys just, I, I asked you to pray for me, didn't I? Did I ask you to pray for me? But just think about it. If we were spending time with God, I wouldn't be on the phone at 2 o'clock in the morning calling you, Pastor Nunn, saying, Pastor Nunn, pray for me. Can you pray for me, Pastor Nunn? And I'm not trying to mock nobody. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Because we have a connection with God for ourselves. Amen? The scripture tells us in Matthew 6, 33, that we should seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all the other things will be added. Amen? Amen. And many of us are seeking stuff more than the one who can give us the stuff. Jesus. But when we give him all, listen to this, when we give him all, all is made available to us. Somebody ought to grab a hold of that. My God today. Number two. So the first, so the first thing we need to do is we need to do what? Make time. Don't squeeze time. Make time. Put them on your appointment book, your calendar. Amen? Number two. We have to seek God. That seek has to be a matter of life and death. Anybody ever had breathing problems? Like you like, ooh. You trying to catch your breath? Well, that's how it should be when you need and you are seeking God. And it's a matter of life and death. And you know what? And for many of us, it is a matter of life and death. Amen? Because the enemy is not playing games out here. He is out to kill us. Come on. And it is a matter of life and death. If we don't get in the presence of God, if we don't begin to seek God for ourselves. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Amen. It has to be the very air you breathe. You have got to get to the point that you can't live without Him. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Psalms 9, 10 says, And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thy Lord has not forsaken them that seek thee. How many know that when you seek God, God will never let you down? Amen? Glory to God. Never have I seen the righteous forsaken or the seed begging for bread. Come on. Glory to God. Psalms 14 and 2 says, The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and seek him. My God, he's looking for you. Looking for you. Amen? Glory to God. Psalms 27 4 says, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. How many know that when you seek God, you can ask him for some stuff? My God, today. You can ask him for some stuff. Psalms 27 8 says, When thou sayest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee. What said it? My heart said unto thee, your face will I see. In other words, my whole self, all of my heart, all of my soul, all of my strength, all of my mind says yes. Somebody ought to say yes unto that. Yes, God. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Psalm 74, 10 says, A young lion is due lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. My God today. Hallelujah. 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 Psalms 119 and 2 says, Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So number one, what are we going to do? Number two, what are we going to do? Seek God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Number three, we have to talk to God. And like I said before, God likes when we talk to Him. And He wants to talk back to us. Every now and then. The reason why we need to have some set time to talk to God is so that we have enough time for God to talk back to us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. When we cry out to God, when we talk to Him, He heals us. Yes. 
Come on. When we cry, he delivers us. When we cry, he provides for us. He makes a way out of no way when we cry. He makes your enemies destroy themselves when you cry. So you see all the stuff that we're going through, what I said earlier, every problem that we have can be solved by spending time with the Lord. Come on, glory to God. Hallelujah. And then the last uh, thing I have here is, not the last thing, but you know, the last one of these. <laughs> I didn't know how much time I have. How much time I have, Pastor? All right, praise the Lord. We have to obey Him. This one here, this is probably the hardest one of them all. Yes, yes. Tell it, tell it. If we want to see the things manifest in our lives that God has promised us, we're going to have to obey. Abraham and Sarah had to obey. Moses had to obey. Jonah had to obey. And how many know Jesus had to obey? Amen? And when I say it this time, I want you to put your name in first. And then we're going to say, Ida had to obey. Okay? Uh, yes, make it present tense. Say faster. <laughs> Has to obey. Amen? Glory to God. We're going to have to obey. So then you say, well, when we do all of that, What's going to be the benefits? Because we always want to know what the benefits. Well, we ain't going to take the job if we ain't got no benefits. We're going to have to have some kind of benefits. Right? <laughs> well, the benefits of loving God for real, for real. Uh -huh. Are you ready? Yeah. Number one, he will show us the path of life. I love that scripture. Man, I love that scripture. And as you know, we quoted that scripture for years. You know what part we always told him? In his presence there is fullness of joy. Come on, we quote that for years. And I never read or I never memorized the first part of that passage of scripture. The first part of the, that passage of scripture says, He will show you the path. Path. How to get there? Your GPS. Which way to go? What to say? Who to talk to? Come on. I'm talking about spending time with God. Yes. Yes. Spending time with God. Yes. And when you get in his presence, he says, I'm going to show you something. Yes. <laughs> yes. Woo! Oh, to God. And you ask me, how do I know? Yes. How do I know? Because I know that the God that I serve, he is a strategic God. Yes. Yes. My God today. And if you want to look that particular passage up, it's in Psalm 16 and 11. It says, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. And you, you want to be on the right hand of God. Because on the right hand of God is where the blessings are. On the right hand of God is where the healing is. Come on, go to God. On the right hand of God is where the deliverance is. Trust him if he doesn't really have our hearts. 
getting ahead of myself. Getting ahead of myself. Y'all have to excuse me. Ah, Jesus. So number one, what does he do for us? He'll show us the path. What does scripture say? He said, before I formed you, I knew you. And he had a set plan for you, didn't he? Come on. So God already knows which way you're supposed to take, which way you're supposed to go. And we try. Ain't nothing working for me. Every time I try to do something, it seems like something always get in the way. Something always come up. Have you ever asked why? 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 God wants your heart. But this is next scripture. So, did we, did we do it? Number one was what? Show you what? The path of life. Number two, what? He wanted to give us clear, concise strategies, direction. <laughs> Jesus, I love, I love God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Number three, he gives us revelation and prepares things for us. We're talking about benefits. The benefits of giving God your all. Are you with me? Glory to God. 1 Corinthians 2.9 I can quote it by heart. And not only can I quote it by heart but I love it. I love it. I, I lean on it. I, I, I live it out. I, I tell God eyes haven't seen ears haven't heard neither has it entered into the heart of man the good things God has prepared for me he has revealed it by his spirit. Why? Because he has my heart. Because I'm spending time in his face. He's given me strategies for my life. He's showing me what doors to walk through. He's telling me what people to talk to. He's telling me what to buy and what not to buy. He's telling me what to invest and not to invest. Come on. He's showing me the path of life. Because I trust him with all of my heart. Doesn't mean I don't miss it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we will. Amen? But the majority of the time, come on, glory to God. He says, the scripture says, it is written. And what did God say about his word? He said, his word will not pass away. He said, just like the rain comes from the sky and the snow comes down to water the earth. <laughs> yes, God. In other words, there's a purpose for what I'm saying. Why I'm saying what I'm saying. There's a purpose why the water and the snow has to come down from the sky to water the earth. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, and it will not return back to me void. Yeah. In other words, it's got to do what I say. Yeah. You ought to look at somebody and tell them it's written. And I know God loves me. And he wants me to have 
never ask God, God, what do you want me to have? God, what do you want for me? But we go into prayer, and we already, we already know. God, can you bless me with that car? Will you make a way for me to get that loan? Tell them. They don't say yes. Lord, touch the president and the CEO and yeah. the yeah. underwriters and the processors. And Father God, I just need, you know, and I know the interest rate might be a little high, but Lord, you know I need this car. Mm -hmm. Let me get it, Lord. That's the one I want, God. That's the one I want. I just got to have it. I would look so good when I'm not screaming that car. And when people see me in that car, they're going to say, child, look at Dead, and we cry, and it, it might not be a car in your situation. You put whatever it is, you know, you know, you know, you know. We go into prayer, and we cry, and we rock, and we say we praise the Lord, and the Lord told me He's gonna give me that car. Oh yes, Lord, thank you for the car. You know what God said? I ain't said nothing. <laughs> that wasn't me. Come on. That wasn't me. I tell you to do that. That's what I asked for you. You weren't going to need a car no for it. You weren't going to need a loan. I want to just give it to you.
next week. He said, call him and ask him how much did it take to settle the bill. I was like, arguing with God? I was like, God, you know what the people don't tell me they want their money. <laughs> and then that what we do in the flesh? Isn't that the flesh part of us that don't understand the things of the Spirit? We begin to argue with God. We begin to say that don't make sense. Why? Because it does not make sense to the natural man. That's why you got to be in the spirit. Amen? And when I called the predator, and I said those exact words, she said, hold on just a second. She took my social security number. She pulled it up. Now, mind you, I had just enough money in the bank to pay her a certain amount. And when she came back, she said to me, well, if you can pay this amount of money, we would consider this bill settled and paid in full. And the amount of money that she gave me was the exact amount of money that I had that I could put toward that bill. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm talking about when you hear God and when you obey God and when you do what God told you to do, God will open up the door. God will make a way. God will give you divine favor in every area of your life. My God, God has a strategy. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, God has a strategy for your life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Last one. I think it's the last one. Yes. No, one more. Two more. Y'all all right? Praise God. Benefits. He answers us when we call and shows us things that we did not know. Yes. That really goes along with the last thing that we just said, doesn't it? Jeremiah 33 and 3 says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. We kind of grab a hold of the stuff that we can get from God. And not that we're trying to get in his presence just to get stuff, but God has something for us, and the only way we're going to get it is we're going to have to give him our all. We're going to have to get in his presence and let him talk to us and tell us what his mind is, his heart is, and the things that he sees for us, and the things that he hears for us. Come on. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Number five. He delivers us and satisfies us with long life. We're talking about benefits. Glory to God. God don't make you make you work for nothing. Amen? Psalms 91, 14 through 16 says, because he has set his love upon me. Look, he's talking about love again. You love, ooh, when you love you some God. Come on. He said, therefore, Will I deliver him? Anybody need deliverance on today? He said, I will set him on high because he has known my name. Glory to God. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. Oh, God. I will be with him in trouble. Glory to God. I will deliver him and honor him. Glory to God. In other words, he's going to have people talking you behind closed doors and they're not going to be saying bad stuff. They're going to be saying good stuff about you behind closed doors. My God today. Glory to God. He says I will deliver him and honor him and with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. How many know God wants to show out in your life? God wants to show out in your life. Hallelujah. But he wants it all. Hallelujah. And then the last benefit. You guys feel alright? Is that we get to live with him forever. Glory to God. John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world. That's you and me. Amen? That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever. First lady, are you a whosoever? I'll be a whosoever. (laughs) Whosoever. Believeth in him. Glory to God. Should not perish. 
but have everlasting life. We get to live with him forever. But he wants our all down here. Amen? Isn't that what the apostle said? He says, for, for, me, for, to, for me to die is what? Yes. And it's gain. Yeah. But to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I messed that up. Let me go back. He says to live is Christ. <laughs> yeah. So my purpose for being on this earth is so that I can glorify God. So while I live, I glorify God. And then to die is what? It's gain. That's when I get to reap the benefits. <laughs> but we can have some benefits right here on earth right now. I don't want you to miss that, alright? But we get a greater benefit when it's all over. But we're going to have to give him all. Ah, yes, God. Come on, stand to your feet. Come on, somebody ought to give God a shout of praise. Somebody ought to give him all. Somebody ought to give it all to him. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, bless your name, God. Oh, bless your name, God. Anybody willing to give God their all today? I'm talking about, I, I hope that you heard what the Spirit of the Lord was saying to the church on today. God is saying that the best gift that you can give to pastor and first lady in this house is to give him your all. Come on. And, and, and that means if we do that, they can stick around a little longer. First lady looking good over there. Look like she got food or something. Come on. Come on. How many would love to have her standing over there for about 50 more years? part of that happening in their lives. Amen? Amen. Yeah. And of course, we don't want to forget to say happy birthday to Pastor. Amen. We Amen. get to get glory to God. Hallelujah. So if you're in the house today, the first thing, in order for us to be 